Explorable is a podcast about travel, disability, and inclusion. I'm Josh Loebner, Director of Strategy at Design Sensory. I'm co-host Toby Willis, Senior Product Manager for Inclusive Technology and President of the Ability Inclusion Movement at Expedia Group. We're both blind. And we love everything travel. This is Explorable. We interview experts, advocates, and allies of tourism, destinations, and disability to make each journey more explorable. Hey everyone, welcome to Explorable. I'm Josh. And I'm Toby. We're so excited to share with you this series of episodes that we recorded live on the road at the 2021 Travelability Summit in Tampa, Florida. Next up, Alan Day, founder and CEO of Autism Doublecheck. Let's listen. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining the Explorable podcast. We have an amazing guest. And just as an aside, we're live at the Travelability Summit in Tampa, Florida. That's right. Welcome to Florida. Welcome Our to first Florida. Uh, live recording ever of Explorable. We've got Alan Day, Chief Officer of Autism Doublecheck. Alan, welcome. Yeah, Thank welcome. You. Founder, too, right? Not just CEO, yeah. but founder. Yeah. Yes. It's founded by two travel professionals who both have children with special needs who bemoaned the lack of availability for it within the travel industry for support for families with autism. Nobody's doing this. There is a need. We better do it. Yeah, exactly. There's such a big opportunity in this space. And So what's the mission of Autism Double Checked? Well, it is to have the whole industry ready to receive autistic guests. But we did discover very early on that there are actually two components to the mission. You need to get the travel industry entity, hotel, airline, visitor attraction. You need to prepare them for the autism community. But there's a flip side to that. You need to prepare the autism community for the travel experience. We do both. We address the getting the entity ready for the autistic community by training. I'll go into more detail about training in a second. And then the other thing, getting the public ready for the industry entity. We do by way of a, a visitor guide or a flyer's guide if it's an airline. And it really it curates all of the information that you might need about a property in one place in a form that is, presents all of the information the autism community wants which rooms connect to which. Mm-hmm. It seems strange, but there is a higher demand in the autism community for connecting rooms than you might otherwise expect. Right. Uh, I've seen a, a single mother with one child want connecting rooms. Mm-hmm. That would be unheard of for almost any other audience. But if you get a child that uh, has difficulty dropping off to sleep, once they are asleep, You want to make sure that they maintain that state. Which rooms are the quietest rooms? What's the state of lighting in the room? Some kids with autism are very sensitive to light. So if a property has blackout drapes, put in. We have blackout drapes. If the lighting is controlled by dimmers, explain that it's controlled by dimmers. This makes the place a little more attractive because you can get more exact control over the lighting. So that's getting the information to the autism community. And this is great information because I feel like whomever listening, I'm just kind of putting myself in the shoes of of reading a hotel website when 
Sometimes we think about accessibility and disability inclusion. We think about physical space accessibility, but we may not think about neurodiversity and disability inclusion and welcoming in physical spaces for people who have autism. Tell me a little bit about the journey that you've had, both personally and professionally. I don't want to speak for you in any way, but I can imagine there has been quite a journey where initially maybe autism wasn't something that was even known as a term, but today it seems like a lot of brands are now embracing it and welcoming it. So tell me a little bit about the journey when you first started out to to where you are today and and how the connections have continued. I'd love to claim credit for that greater awareness, but that really does belong with some of the voluntary organizations in the autism uh, community. My personal journey started out, I've been in, uh, uh, and my co-founder, we've both been in travel for almost a lifetime. We both have special needs children, we both uh, have to deal with autism. I started out when I realized what a problem it was traveling with our son. I formed a, a special needs travel agency. What that did was two things. It taught me a, a much greater understanding of the, the width of the issues that could come up. You know, we've spoken about lighting. Some kids are very sensitive to light. One end, there, there are some kids that seek more light uh, as an extra stimulus. It, it's not a one-size-fits-all deal. So I started the specialist travel agency to, to fill a need because I couldn't find anybody out there helping uh, the community. But David and I sat there in the end and said, the industry doesn't know enough about autism. Nobody is out there telling them, somebody's got to do this. And that's exactly what we did. Now, we're experts on travel. Are we experts on autism? Every parent knows a tidy amount about autism. Uh, but we went to conferences and webinars and one-on-one meetings with Southern Connecticut State's Department of Excellence on autism pulling together all of the information that we might need for training the people within the industry. Uh, so we spent a long, long time researching this to, to get it right. We also then spoke to the travel industry to find out some of the things that w- would be uniquely required there as opposed to just generic training. One of the things, it's not just a matter of cost. It's a matter of time taken away from other revenue-producing uh, activities. How do we make this training as short and as succinct as possible? So we did a couple of things. First of all, we we took all of the basics and stripped that down into a basic course so that people understand all of the issues. Then we made the course job specific. We're sitting in a conference center. The security people here might want to know about kids that run off. They very definitely should know to Kids that do run off have a a particular affinity for bodies of water, and that's what makes the search really urgent. But the food and beverage people don't need to know that. On the other hand, there are a lot of special dietary needs that usually come along with people with autism. And do the security people need to know about that? Of course not. So instead of having one course for everybody, we split it down by job function which delivers the maximum useful information in the minimum possible period. The other thing we did was put it all online and make it self-paced. If you want to split a a 15-minute course into 15 one-minute sections, go ahead. You come back to where you left off. So those were very specific. And then we did one other thing that we knew from the travel industry had got to be catered for, which is staff turnover. It affects every industry, every workplace. But the travel and hospitality industry really feels a bigger impact. 
Normally okay. speaking, you would train 100 named individuals. 10 of them leave, 10% of your investment just walks out the door because you're going to pay for training for the 10 replacements, mm. which is good until the next 10 walk out, etc., etc. We don't. We charge per seat. If a hotel has 50 people, we charge for 50 people. 25 of them leave, strike them off the register, enroll the 25 replacements, no extra cost. And that does make a significant difference in this industry. That sounds like a great service. And where does the name Autism Double Checked come well, from? The double checked came from those two components. It was a check mark for having been trained, mm-hmm. and it was a check mark for producing the information for the community. If people are looking to get into this and they're really, really hesitant, just get one check mark. Just do the training. Don't put that information out there yet. It's a little cheaper, it's a little quicker. You want to go the whole way? Go the whole way. But it's, again, we're trying to make it work for the entity, particularly as we're recovering from the pandemic. People have got to have a a path to where they want to be that isn't let's do it all on day one. We're very flexible. We'll work with anybody on, on a rollout plan. And the tourism industry is used to different types of training, whether it's safety protocol training or any other type of guest engagement training. Customer experience training. Yeah, customer experience training. So it's great to hear that you can, from your perspective and what you have to offer, just kind of weave into some of those other trainings that are out there. Can you get a little bit more specific, Alan? So is the training something that's done where it's by you or others in person, or is it all online, or is it a combination of the two? It is all cloud-based. Oh, okay. So the great thing there is that means that it's available 24-7. Scalable. It's available any device. The other thing we, we kind of did, you've got a variety of educational backgrounds in the travel industry. Mm-hmm. So we wrote it so that anybody of any educational background could follow it and understand it and make good sense of it. The other thing that we've done, uh, again, it's travel and hospitality industry. Every course is available in either English or Spanish. That's awesome. Awesome. Are you looking to expand to other languages? We have an opportunity with an entity that is going to involve a third language. There's a qualification in autism therapy called BCBA, Board Certified Behavior Analyst. It's better, higher in degree than a master's, almost as good as a PhD. The person that did our translation is a BCBA, Mm-hmm. and bilingual English and Spanish. Right. It's her father is Peruvian. So consequently, the, the quality, it's, the translation was done not just by a language expert, but by a subject matter expert. Right. It's going diff- to be difficult to bring that to third and fourth languages. Yeah. Cause I, I, we'll overcome that challenge. I imagine there's like a cultural dimension to be considered So there's, of how it translates, not just... The literal translation. But. Well, yeah, there's the, there's the literal translation, but there's also the, the technical aspects. And, mm. and for all of the qualifications that I've just described for mm. our person that does the translation, anything that she was a little hesitant on, she bounced off her cousin. What you need to know is her cousin is a psychiatrist practicing in Lima, Peru. Wow. Right. So <laughs> we really got it, it, it's real subject matter expertise in, into the translation. So take that all the way back to its subject matter expertise going into the courses. One of our very early uh, course contributors and reviewers was a lady named Jennifer Ryan. 
she is the person who originated the practice airline boarding programs called Wings for Autism. She invented that in order to satisfy a need for how do you get a, a kid that has never been to the airport, how do you get them to practice that? And she came up with that, that entire program. She took me to task on some of the scripting. A lot of parents will describe their kid as having high-functioning autism. So I referred directly to high-functioning autism, and Jennifer, there is no such diagnosis. Okay, let's reword this. <laughs> Children are impacted to various levels. You will hear some parents describe their child as having high-functioning autism. Somebody else took us to the task on using the word meltdown. She was perfectly correct. It's a horrible description to uh, apply to any human being's behavior. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you talk to parents, their concern is what happens if my child has a meltdown? Parents use it a, a, mm-hmm. as a shorthand. We describe meltdowns, but thereafter, we, in the training, we talk about a child in distress, a person in distress, which is really what it is. It's right. somebody who's overwhelmed and lacks the ability to communicate that fact. How do, uh, how do folks consume the training? Do you have an, an API so we can load it into our LMSs, our, our learning management systems? Is there a web UI that, that we go to? It is a, a, a web URL. Remember, this is purchased corporately, so if you are... Oh, well, let's talk about an actual airline that's already certified a, a small regional outfit in California called JSX. They have confidentiality. They have X block of <laughs> seats that they purchase. They they cut us one check for that number of seats. So to keep the system closed to only their 500 people, mm-hmm. we send them the login login information. Right. They submit the enrollees. We send them the login. And what do they get when someone completes the course and gets the check mark? Each individual taking the training can, gets a certificate of completion, mm-hmm. which they are individually able to print out. Employer can opt out of that because it can otherwise consume an awful lot of paper. If you take them uh, in bulk, you can reduce them down to the size of a business card. You print them instead of the individuals oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. hand them out uh, as business card size. That cut down a lot of Does the company get a badge or something for their website? The is this something get, we can market? Get, company gets the sign-off to us to use the Autism Double Check logo on right. their website. That essentially is the, the big piece, is that instead of just releasing a, a JPEG which could be captured off our website, they get uh, the original EPS so that they can mm-hmm. make it fit within their marketing right. uh, materials. What feedback have you heard? I'd love to hear maybe a, a story or two you could share about a company maybe who discovered you, took the plunge to take the training, and, mm-hmm. and then what, what do you hear from them? I don't know if your audience is aware of, of a measure of consumer sati- uh, customer satisfaction called Net Promoter Score. Yep, NPS. Esse- yes. Essentially, for Net Promoter Score, you're asked, would you recommend this to a friend or a colleague on a score of 10 is absolutely yes, and one is not with somebody else's 10-foot pole. In online training, it's uh, considered good if you get a score of plus 25. Plus 40 is considered excellent, and we achieve, according to which course it is, between plus 60 and plus 75. We also allow freestyle comments at the end of each evaluation, 
Uh, we constantly get comments of, of this is wonderful. I, I feel empowered to assist our clients. And very interestingly, you get a lot of people with a personal connection to autism. It's I have an autistic child, I have an autistic niece or nephew, and those are the ones that have the, the, the most glowing comments. I have an autistic nephew, I, I've learned more things about my nephew than I knew before, and I wish the whole world would understand these things about my nephew. I'm going to use that airline JSX as the, what's the, the corporate feedback. They did the training two years ago. They put in a, a call to me for would I fly out to Burbank in April of this year, April being Autism Awareness Month, because mm -hmm. they wanted to film a piece with the local NBC affiliate telling everybody about the moves they were making to be autism inclusive, and they wanted to interview the CEO, they wanted to interview me, and one of their uh, ground staff obviously had done the training but also had an autistic son. You don't go to that much effort unless you figure you're really getting some mileage out of this. That's just wonderful to hear. I've got a question about if a corporation goes through this training and they want something a bit even more than this training. For example, you know, we heard from you earlier about some of the different low-cost products and, and devices that, that a hotelier or other building or a uh, tour operator could incorporate. Do you guide corporations outside of the training to be more autistic inclusive? I am a huge, huge fan of these practice airline boarding programs. We had Wings for Autism on, on the show in our first season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So listeners cool. can go back and check out that episode. And cool. If, if you haven't listened to the first season, now's a good time. And check out that Wings for Autism. That program started out in Boston with one child who basically destroyed the family vacation because he wouldn't get through the airport. And the mother came crying to the autism di uh, services director at the Charles River Center in Boston. Said, oh, all our money's gone. Uh, uh, and she said, you know, you know that kids with autism have a struggle with stuff that's not familiar. Why didn't you practice going through the airport before? Mm -hmm. And the mother said, how on earth do you do that? Yeah, that is a problem. And she picked up the telephone and said, Excuse me, Massport. I want to speak to the person in charge. And she, <laughs> that is literally how it got started. Wow. And in Boston now, they run every six months. I haven't done it during the pandemic. They get six, 700 people at, at an event just to practice getting on and off aircraft. Now, yeah. we've taken that a stage further. For hotels that get into the program, we will work with them to stage rooms for autism. In what's happening there is the you say to the hotel, what's a very soft weekend when you're begging for occupancy and can give us a really good group rate? Then you go out to centers like Charles River Center, whatever the, the, the most appropriate local organization is. We've got an excellent room rate for our community. Go out and tell them about it. And they put it out to these families as, first of all, it's a great rate for this hotel. Secondly, it is an opportunity to practice staying in a hotel because a lot of these kids will never have stayed in a hotel before. And then third, because we're all doing it together, you're getting the support of other special needs families being all around you. Mm -hmm. So that, that program is out there. And then just, again, ongoing support. We also provide training for travel agents. Most travel agents in this country, and you, you'll have realized it from listening to the couple of travel agents here, they're independent contractors. 
the piece of the business that they get no help with is marketing. So we offer a, a bi-monthly webinar to any travel agent that passed the course, outreach to the autism community. And then we will introduce them to how to contact the autism community, how to work with them, when to volunteer. We've thought about the marketing piece all the way along. As If you've got the two elements, if you've got one ready here and one ready there, you should also introduce them to each other. Hey, Alan, it's been so amazing hearing about your work and having you on the show. I'd like to share with our listeners where they can go learn more about what you do and, and engage with Autism Double Check. So where can they find you? Okay, we tried to reduce the number of keystrokes. Mm-hmm. So the website is actually autismchecked.com. If they're struggling with that, if they miss the ED and do it as Autism Check, they'll still find us. But if they're really not finding the URL because of my accent, give us a call. That's 203-750-0000. Nice. And we'll, we'll put those links in the podcast episode description. Alan right. Day with Autism Double Check. Thanks so much, Alan. It's, Thank it's you been for having wonderful. me. Explorable is a Design Century original production in collaboration with the Travelability Summit and produced by Brad Carpenter. Find out more about our productions, podcasts, and insights at designcentury.com slash originals and travelabilitysummit.com. You can connect with Josh Loebner or myself, Toby Willis, on LinkedIn.